Now, largest ever business delegation heading to India this week. It's about 50 strong. The trip's privately run by the India New Zealand Business Council. Stephen Jacoby from the New Zealand International Business Forum is on it and is with us. Stephen, very good morning to you. Yeah, good day, Mike. I'm very, very I've been interested in this for ages, and I've argued we've missed the boat for ages. Have we missed the boat in your view? Well, I'm not sure if we've missed the boat completely, but certainly we haven't been, uh, you know, doing enough to develop this uh, important relationship. You know, our and you know this, our trade today doesn't reflect either the strength of the Indian economy or indeed the strength of our export economy. No. So we've got to do something about that. And when we get to India, we're told we're being killed by the Australians. Is that fair? Well, it is true that they have stolen a march on us. Uh, they have been pursuing a very deliberate strategy of engaging uh, with India over the years. And they have some things that they can do, being bigger and larger and all that sort of stuff, than we can't. But we are rapidly uh, getting onto this uh, page now, and this 50-strong business delegation is going to start make a start Good. on this work that we have to do. And when you get to India, I am from my reading that they are telling us we are not one country. Don't treat us, don't see us like one country. We're a whole series of individual stories. Is that fair? Well, that is absolutely right. You know, 28 provinces, hugely populous, extraordinary differences between North and South. We actually have one whole morning dedicated to trying to delve deeper into uh, states and uh, things in India, hearing from various experts and others about how we need to adjust our offers in that regard. So I think that is a very important part of it. So having outlined those particular problems, how is it that, I'm assuming it's successive governments, have allowed this to get to where it is? Well, I think governments over recent years have been, you know, very busy on a very active trade agenda. You have to give them that. Uh, you know, it's, it's sometimes hard to look at all the um, opportunities that come uh, come forward. Um, but um, and we've been very successful negotiating, negotiating uh, trade agreements all around the world, as I've often discussed with you. Uh, but this one has proved elusive. That is absolutely right. We tried it five years of negotiations, didn't get us very far. And FTA is not in the cards right now. But we have to think about how we can do this differently. I think that's the point. Uh, we have to kind of step out of our, our mindset. You know, it's funny that I should say that. It's so keen on free trade agreements. But in any event, I acknowledge that maybe that's not the best way to proceed yeah. and we need to do something different. So we're getting on with it. Well, I wish you the best. Go well, and we'll get you on the program when you come back and find out what you've discovered and whether we got anywhere. That's Stephen Jacoby, who's with the New Zealand International Business Forum. Ironic that it's private, not run by the government. If you want to read about BRICS, BRICS is tied in with India because BRICS is the Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa deal. Their big meeting's going on in South Africa at the moment. There are 40 countries expressing interest in joining BRICS. Uh, they represent 40% of the world's population, 30% of the global GDP. Uh, of course, the fact that Russia's in it ha has us a little bit nervous. And there's a very good piece uh, that the BBC ran yesterday under the headline BRICS Summit, How China and Russia's Clout is Growing in Africa. But it does tie in the India story and how asleep at the wheel we have been. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.